Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here at the Raptors Digest reacting to the Toronto Raptors 111-102 loss to the Miami Heat. Riker, we were baited, we were bamboozled, we were told, we were shown that the Toronto Raptors were back, but lo and behold, the Tampa Matt Raptors make their return. I know you got a little prop you're bringing back out for this game, so what are your thoughts, Riker, on this complete mess of a game? Yeah, before I do anything, before we make any comments in this game, I want to give credit up at the forefront to Eric Spolstra and the Miami Heat's defense. It was fantastic tonight. It was swarming. It was overpowering. They're the number one paint defense in the league this season. They have big guys, but they have a lot of injuries too, and they still managed to get it done very efficiently. But with that being said, I am making the return of the Walmart hat. And this one is in celebration of our very own Nick Nurse, a.k.a. the Walmart version of Nick Nurse. We put him up on a pedestal last season to say, is he the best coach in the NBA? We compared him against the likes of Eric Spolstra, Brad Stevens. And all of a sudden, the Raptors, they've been playing against zones. They've run zones. I think they're the second most using of a zone defense in the league and yet all of a sudden the only shot that they can get up are contested threes where was the coaching in this one ben it was awful it was terrible to watch Riker, can you blame nick nurse really for us just not being able to hit a shot because i don't think we had a lot of contested threes i thought we got but a lot ben, of good ben, looks. it wasn't they just hitting were a not shot. going in but what you're telling me that the best shot selection you can get against a zone, a 3-2 zone, is perimeter shots. Open threes, yes, that's exactly what you do. do they weren't zone. open threes. <laughs> they were pretty the open. The majority were contested. The majority were contested, and they waited till four seconds left in the shot clock every time. They went on a six-minute stretch of not even scoring basketball in the fourth quarter. I don't know. I look at this game and I see our team just not being able to make looks. You look through the box score, Kyle Lowry 1 for 10 from the three-point line, and a lot of those were open shots looking at it from the eye test. Uh, Fred Van Vliet 3 for 8, not horrible. Aaron Baines 1 for 3. Si Pascal Siakam, I was about to call him Siakam like Skip Bayless does because that's who this guy is looking like, not Pascal Siakam. Pascal Siakam. Uh, Norman Powell one for five from three-point line and we had a couple players hit some shots from out there Terrence Davis and OG Anobi OG four for eight TD four for nine but the rest of the roster just really weren't knocking them down and when you're going up against a zone you really need to be able to knock down those open looks and I just don't think they were going in and when we had the ball inside this this team just was not ready to shoot it was really only OG who was looking to sort of get some shots up and you know that led to a couple I think it was one blatant offensive foul on Duncan Robinson but the rest of the time he made some really nice plays finishing inside the lane but the rest of the team specifically Pascal Siakam who we've talked about in regards to indecisiveness he's going in and for our number one scoring option, he is not looking to get buckets on a consistent basis and he is coming out here just Duncan Robinson, Gordon Drogic, Kendrick Nunn, even Andre Iguodala is smaller than me, even though he's a bit stronger of a guy and a veteran, but if he's in the post on them with single coverage, he should not be getting the step on them, and that's the thing, in the bubble, he wasn't able to get the step, he wasn't able to get to his spots, but right now, he's getting the step on these guys, and he's going up so off balance, going up so not ready to score, he has to just kick it out with these wild passes out, which make no sense at all, 
you know, we see a couple possessions where he hits these little floaters over guys, where he, he gets to the rim and he gets fouled, and he baits us, he teases us. But right now, it's just not consistent with that aggression that we could get from Siakam. And I don't think it's all the defense. Yes, he's getting double teamed at times, and we like him passing when there's two guys on him. But when he has single coverage, he needs to go up with that decisively, finishing the lane two feet, planted, and finish strong like he used to. Ben. For all intents and purposes, Fred VanVleet had 20 points going into the half, and majority of them were from inside the three-point line. Terrence Davis had 13 points in the second quarter. This is why I'm wearing my Walmart Nick Nurse hat right now. What on earth did he tell these guys at the half? What did he tell them in the locker room? Because all of a sudden we come out and we suck. We were flat-footed. It was gross. Third quarter wasn't even atrocious, but that fourth quarter was dreadful, and we said it at the beginning. Credit to Miami Heat's defensive ability. Number one paint protectors in the NBA. Fantastic mix of zone defense, switching, and man-to-man coverage. Majority of it throughout the entire game was 3-2 zone. You you run that defensive set yourself. Nick Nurse, what are you telling them to do? I get you're saying that they're open shots, but you said it as well too. Pascal Siakam, he had one floater over Bam or Precious uh, at Chuwa. I don't, even, I don't know how to pronounce it. Chua. against the Chua. And I thought that shot's there all game long, right? There was basically no penetration into the Anyway, I'm just bashing here. I'm going on a rant of frustration. I just thought that you could ask a lot more from a coach that we consider to be one of the best coaches in the NBA. I, I thought you could you could ask a fifth grader to go out there and say, hey, you know, this this is not working. Like, clearly, that we're, we're playing bad offense against the zone. So... This one was rough, Ben. This one was just disastrous. Yeah, and I definitely do agree the Raptors should have made more movements, more plays, and I guess that is a bit on Nick Nurse. Getting the ball inside the paint and right in that middle of the zone because a couple times we saw OG Ananobi in the middle of the zone, Pascal Siakam, who did pass it out a little bit too much when he was inside there, but that's how you break a zone. You get it in the middle. If they collapse on you, you kick it out to shooters and you make other drives because then there's just a bunch of holes in it or you shoot those threes. And if they don't collapse on you, then just take them one-on-one. And Siakam had that option a lot, but he was just... It, it gave me Bebe Noguera vibes. You know, when he get the ball in the paint and he was just ready to, to toss that ball right back out because he was a high IQ player, but sometimes he was so IQ, he was playing instead of 4D chess, 5D, 6D, he'd have an open layup and he'd be like, no, I want to see Fred VanVleet shoot a contested three. But that's what I was kind of seeing from Pascal Siakam right now. And it was, it was biting him in his offensive game. And he didn't have a horrible night. This is not a Pascal bashing sort of game because he had 18.6 rebounds he looked like he was hustling he had a really nice uh dunk at one point in this one so it, it was by no means a a pascal siakam game as i kind of joked with earlier but we we want more especially when we're playing the miami heat a team where you need to have a closer you need to have a guy that goes off and sort of takes over when they're playing defense as well as they do and he just wasn't able to really be that lead guy we needed him to be. Kyle Lowry obviously has been that for our team this season. He struggled from the three. So these are the nights you want to see Pascal step up. And when he's not horrid from the field, right? It's not like he was playing a bad game. That's where you want to see him take over. And that's the most discouraging thing about this one. It's, I don't think we played bad, specifically in the first half. I don't think we were horrid by any means. It wasn't a night where you look at everyone, maybe outside of Kyle Lowry, and you're like, oh, okay, they're really off tonight. It was just, we kind of played well, but then 
we still got crushed, Riker, and that's that's the I, unfortunate I, thing. That's about not it. a that's not a fair assessment. That's not a fair assessment. The Raptors got absolutely decimated by the Miami Heat's zone defense. Yeah, but that, I'm not but I'm saying like the players the players weren't off. We just still got beat, right? We we beat this Miami Heat Be- in the past with their defense, but we'd win. But the thing is. You would call a player off if they're doing things and not converting, if some individual is getting clamped, right? And so we could ask more from Pascal Siakam. We could ask more from Kyle Lowry uh, or even Fred Van Vliet, but I thought he he did play pretty well. But I'm looking at Nick Nurse saying, why did you run Terrence Davis almost the entire fourth quarter? You know, what happened to Stanley Johnson this game? I just thought matchups just didn't make sense. There was no adjustments to try to start scoring against this zone defense. I, I'm i looking at coaching that. I'm seriously looking at coaching, and I'm also looking at Chris Boucher getting eaten alive by Kendrick Nunn. I think Kendrick Nunn scored all 20-plus of his points on Chris Boucher in the paint. And so... <laughs> what was that? What, this one was just... What was that there? Because Kendrick Nunn obviously has had a horrid start to this season, and... Chris Boucher has had the complete opposite. He's swatting shots left, right, and center, and he was getting cooked by this man. It looked like, I don't know, Kendrick Nunn was a LeBron James just going in there on Boucher, shoving his shoulder and finishing over him. Boucher has the length. I'd always, because Kendrick Nunn's a small guy. He's not that crafty, even though he had a great game tonight, but you'd expect those shots to just be swatted out of there, and it just wasn't happening. So I completely agree with you on that point, and... These these are the situations you kind of get more reserved about Chris Boucher. And he's been absolutely phenomenal the past few nights, or the past few games, five, six games. But, you know, he he is just... Is he... You know, we, we say we have given full faith in Chris Boucher being that starting center, but we also have prefaced it by there's certain teams that we get a little bit worried about him playing against. The Heat are definitely one of those teams with their bigs in Bam and Abayo and their solider guards, as we saw from Kendrick Nunn tonight. Guards that are willing to get aggressive, even if they're not that crazy crafty, like Gordon Dragic. I don't mind Gordon Dragic sort of chopping you up and cooking teams, because that's what he does to everyone. But we, we talked about it with the Sixers, Dwight Howard. When we play these good, aggressive rosters, Boucher sometimes struggles, Riker. And we just got rid of Alex Len, and Nick Nurse brought up in an interview saying that now we have full faith in Chris Boucher. He's going to have to improve in these situations, Riker. Yeah, he's got to be better. But you could have played Aaron Baines more that game if you thought it was really the bigs that were eating us up. But I'm we looking at the box Stanley score. more, too. But Bam Adebayo didn't even really score in this game until the fourth. He had, I think, two or three shots down in the, the final stretch when the game was lost anyways. Another thing that frustrated me, Ben, was they decided not to run full-court D uh, or a full course trap until the final minute and thirty seconds of the game. Right? Why do you? Why are you reserving when you're down by eleven? That's when you're going to put it on. You put it on when you're down nine and three minutes are left, and you can actually make a comeback. Like that was pretty frustrating to watch as well. At least as a basketball fan, you know you don't see full court presses or full court traps very often in the NBA. I think the athletes are above that high school style or primary school style basketball but when you do see it like at least make it worth your while in running and a minute and 30 seconds minute and 11 seconds there's way too little way too late yeah no a thousand percent and before we swing into the segments you brought up terrence davis and you didn't like him playing the the full fourth quarter and 
I agree with you because he was struggling in that fourth, but he had such a great second quarter or first half. I'm not sure when he actually first came into the game, but Nick Nurse has got to throw him in there in the third because anybody that's played basketball knows that when you get, sort of get hot, when you get your game going, you expect minutes. Even if you're not established in a team's rotation, if you come out and drop 13 points in the first half, you'd expect to be getting some minutes at you know, the start of the second half, whether you're starting or not. And Nurse benched him the full third quarter. And for a guy that's not really sure of his role on this team right now, you got to play him a bit in the third, give him at least the regular rotation that a player in his position would get, instead of sort of destroying the confidence, destroying the momentum he would have built up in that first half, in that third, and then just throwing him out to the fire in the fourth. That sort of stuff that I do agree with you in terms of Nick Nurse sort of failing with this game. You're breaking out the Nick Nurse Walmart hat once again. I don't know. I, I don't know why you got it named the Nick Nurse Walmart hat, because there's a lot of things that went on in this one, but I do agree with you there that you got to play TD earlier. Just know sort of the mentality, the sports psychology behind the game. Get him going a little bit there in the third instead of just depleting that momentum and then throw him out in the fourth when things are going bad. Because TD is a momentum guy. He's inconsistent. These are the players that you got to play the right way if you want them to get better. So, I don't know. It, it was an unfortunate night. We'll we'll run through the, just the rest of the guys. Fred Van Vliet, 24 points, 9 assists. Phenomenal first half, struggled in the second half. Norman Powell, back to... Tampa Bay Raptors, Norman Powell tonight. Seven points, minus 17 for the game. One of five from the three-point line mess. Stanley Johnson didn't really get a lot of consistent run. Had 11 minutes, played solid defense, zero points. Boucher, we talked about him. Lowry, talked about him, struggled. Eight points, still had 10 rebounds, seven assists. Baines, what were your thoughts on Aaron Baines getting a little bit of extended minutes there? Because he didn't look horrible, but I don't think he should be a rotation guy for this team. No, he shouldn't. Yeah, it's that's it. I think we just swing it to the segments here, Ben. We're we're just no. We're repeating the same stuff. It's no. all negative. OG was good though. OG was good. 18 points, 7 rebounds. Few buckets, you know. But yeah, let's swing into the segments tonight. The spicy P lay of the day and we ended off that little rant with OG and Moby and he's getting the spicy pile of the day from me, Riker. He was inside the paint at one point, and Leo was raving about how he's been more aggressive as of late, which he certainly has been. He's looking like the OG right now that we've sort of expected to come into this year, minus the handle, because I was overhyped about that handle. But in the paint tonight, he was looking to score, and Precious Achua, who is obviously a big-body athletic guy down there, was in front of OG Ananobi, but people don't realize OG is the thickest man in this NBA in terms of pure swole, pure swoleness, and he came into the post, bullied him out of the way, and just yammed it right on top of Precious. It's tough. It's tough in there, Garden OG. He ran over Duncan Robinson, but was able to just absolutely smash in over Precious. That was definitely the highlight of my, my game, my night watching this game, Riker. Yeah, that dunk was precious, Ben. <laughs> I'm gonna name my child Precious. I feel that's a that's a cool name, you know. Precious doesn't he have a a second his brother's name something wild as well? I don't know. Okay. I haven't. I I don't really know much about him. <laughs> Rip. Well, not all plays can be the spicy pile of the day, and some just make you say, "Oh, geez." And Riker, do you have an OGs in this game tonight? Nothing that comes to mind. Nothing comes to mind. We sort of brought up Kendrick Nunn driving and scoring on Boucher every single time. At the end of this one, when the Raptors are trying to make a run, just watching Gordon Dragic and Andre Guadalla hit those threes down the stretch, I don't know what it is, but specifically Andre Guadalla, 
I just, after watching him play for the Warriors, those series, and his three-point shot completely deteriorate, even though he is a clutch guy, he does, I just don't have much confidence when they go in, so he, he's one of those players, when he shoots it, I expect it to miss, but tonight, just having him swish shot after shot, it just hurt my soul every time they went down, so those made me say, oh geez, we brought up the Duncan Robinson thing, it's a, it's a, it's a mess, but this game was just an OG's game all around. But finally, the infamous, the one, the only, Damare Carroll Gold Star Award, Riker. There's a lot of players we can give this one to. No words, no explanation needed. Just one thing, Ben. <laughs> That's tough. That's tough. Breaking out the Walmart hat for people that are, are watching on, uh, listening on iTunes or, or Spotify, but... Yeah, Nick Nurse. I, I, I give Nick Nurse the DeMario Kill Gold Star for what he did to Terrence Davis, playing him at sort of the wrong times, not giving Stanley Johnson enough extended run because I think this would have been a good game for him. Norman Powell obviously struggling, could have got it. Lowry's shooting from the field, but we can't give it to Lowry because he's been our one bright spot consistently this season. So it is what it is. Tonight is just one of those games you chalk it up. We were super confident this Raptors team following the last game, Riker. Has that changed after watching this one or... Are you okay with the sort of blip in the road? If they dropped both games against Miami, then yeah. I'm back to being very <laughs> unconfident about even making the playoffs. Yeah. If they can split it, then we're, you know, we're probably still a bottom-feeding playoff team. Yeah, I think next game is a big one for our confidence, for this team's just sort of perspective to see if we can really overcome adversity. And this will be a true test to really put us and I think we'll have a better judgment in these next we said it after uh, after the Dallas Mavericks games obviously we were really hyped up but we said we're playing some solid competition now and this is where we'll see what the Raptors actually are and it's good to get hyped it's good to get excited but these are the true tests that we have coming up the first game was a failure but certainly lots of time to bounce back and Raptors fans should be chilling because we got rumors coming up we got a video coming out tomorrow on Lonzo Ball teasing that one at the, the end of this one so stay excited stay subscribed to the raptors digest you're the best for making it this far check out the twitter the instagram all that cool stuff check out the tiktok the tiktok's popping right now got a i don't really know what happened but my our profile picture's gone from the tiktok uh, apparently community guidelines they don't like my takes on the toronto raptors maybe i'm too much of an optimist right now so that should be back to normal so follow that tiktok page i don't think it has a profile picture right now for the next week but uh there's that, there's the website, got writers going, going up over there. So, yeah. Signing off there, you got any last words? Ben, that was a huge blurb. Oh my God. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs>